Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Ethicast. I'm your host, Bill Coffin. 2023 marks the 20th year of Cybersecurity Awareness Month. To mark the occasion, Morrison Forster's Privacy and Data Security Group wants to help everyone understand legal issues in cybersecurity. It is providing resources that will help organizations protect themselves and their customers against online hazards such as major security breaches and ransomware attacks. To that end, we have a special guest with us today to share her insights on how environmental, social, and governance, or ESG, ties into the current cybersecurity landscape. Loka Murel is Senior of Counsel at Morrison Forster, and she is one of the world's top privacy and cybersecurity advisors. She is also a member of MoFo's Global ESG Steering Committee. She is a renowned authority on responsible tech, and she is also a professor of global technology and law at Tilburg University in the Netherlands. Loka, thank you for joining us. Oh, my pleasure, Bill. Cybersecurity has long been seen as a technological issue, but increasingly it has become part of a company's ESG remit, uh, most notably in the S and G sections. So can you explain this change and what it portends for the future of both cybersecurity and ESG? Security is often, you know, security of data, data, personal data of employees and consumers. And that uh, is part of privacy and privacy and data protection are in Europe, a fundamental human right. And it's also part of all the UN uh, charters, uh, etc. So if you talk about social, it involves human rights. So all privacy and data protection issues of which cyber is, a, you know, data security is, a, is an important part. So the more focus on social, uh, uh, yes, if it is about privacy and data protection, it's also about cybersecurity. But the fact is that uh, cyber by now is the top three risks of any company. Sometimes it's number one, sometimes two, and sometimes uh, three, but it's actually in nearly all cases in the top three. And the bottom line is that companies haven't matured yet enough to really bring cyber into their risk management as it is now. And we see all regulatory new uh, you know, laws uh, uh, coming out, uh, imposing you know, or telling the boards to do proper cyber oversight. And then you suddenly move from the S of social also, also in the D of governance. So, yes, that's where we see uh, uh, the developments going. What are some of the most innovative strategies that you are seeing right now that integrate data privacy within ESG programs? And more importantly, as data privacy practices and ESG both evolve, do you see one of those uh, driving the other? At the moment, um, GDPR, had the General Data Protection Regulation in Europe, was the first to have fully you know, omnibus data protection uh, regulation. And many companies around the world took the GDPR as the basis for their global pro uh, compliance program. So uh, policies, monitoring, oversight, reporting to the board. And that took, you know, um, a whole new project office to, ro to roll that out and manage that. And I see that that experience has well in many companies they thought well we did it once for privacy why not use that as you know the basis and the experience we had doing that also for the broader ESG uh, programs so that was I saw suddenly privacy people being promoted to a broader role in ESG 
uh, to leverage that experience. Uh, will it, so here maybe privacy was more mature than certain other areas and, and that fed into the ESG program. I think ultimately it will be the other way around. Um, the new digital technologies, especially artificial intelligence, but also the business models powered by AI are raising more issues than just privacy and security. Uh, for a lot of people, you know, responsible tech is equates, you know, cybersecurity and privacy, which is not correct. I mean, there are many, many other issues also impacting human rights with digital technologies. I mean, simple examples is accessibility for people with uh, visual handicaps or other handicaps. It could be our, uh, AI uh, introducing bias in, in output. It could be, I don't know, all the AI is taking a lot of energy to, to work, you know, and, and the Draft AI Act in, in Europe requires, uh, as it stands now, transparency about energy use. So um, my point is there will be so many other issues involved and uh, so much broader than privacy. So in the end, ultimately, it will be the other way around. And ESG mm -hmm. and privacy being and security being one of the elements in the broader uh, social human rights scope. Now, you had mentioned AI a couple of times, um, and I'm very interested to learn more about that. How do you see the increasing importance of AI potentially impacting the convergence of cybersecurity and ESG? Um, AI seems like it's especially useful for things like analyzing environmental data, uh, yeah. but as ESG reporting draws its own kind of legal scrutiny, and on top of the various things you just mentioned, could the use of AI within ESG create additional risks that people should be aware of, and how can they manage those risks? Well, I, I, I see a lot of opportunities as well, let's face it. I think uh, AI, uh, you know, could, 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 and generative AI in particular could potentially analyze the, all the sets of data and making it possible to benchmark and see where, you know, companies perform better and maybe learn of that. And uh, that being said, uh, all the reports on the use of generative AI, and you must have tried it out yourself, um, shows that sometimes they're, you know, they're often dead right, the output, and but sometimes also completely wrong. So at this phase where we are now to use that type of tools to base your reporting on would be not a good idea, I think, mm -hmm. unless you it's easy for you or it is possible to really review the output for correctness. Um, mm -hmm. That being said, trying to use that to make those analytics and get more informed about, you know, what your posture is and whether you can improve and, and where uh, the better results are to analyze that is, I think, a, a big up. So I wouldn't use it yet to to as a base for all reporting. That is just not where we are with AI at the moment. That being said, it can be used and and to 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 innovate. One of the things that has really struck me about AI and the conversation about AI is, you know, like a lot of emerging technologies, um, it has advanced an extraordinary amount in a fairly compressed period of time, and the the rate of change with AI. I think is outstripping our ability to kind of think about it and to craft yeah. laws around its responsible use. So I'm just kind of curious, um, you know, nobody has a crystal ball, but as an expert in this field, where do you see us having this conversation about using AI to help guide things like ESG programs? Do you have a sense of where we might be going on these things? 
Well, it starts with what is the definition of responsible tech? I mean, it's as, <laughs> as basic as that. No, I, I, I mean, I, I yeah. think it means designing, developing, deploying and using technology in a way that it benefits everyone. Mm-hmm. And that means at a minimum, and I see, you know, a lot of the t- uh, companies taking the minimum, it is actively considering the potential unintended consequences and the negative impacts of technology on, on individual society and the environment and mitigating those risks. But at its best, it is uh, deployment of technology for the good, where it promotes a fair, inclusive and thriving society. Yeah? that is founded on fair and transparent contributions between people and technology. So that that is the positive one. And that that means looking at other impacts of technology than just the straightforward impacts. And that that is something that is difficult to do. And we're just at the start of that. I have to say uh, a lot of the tech companies that the market, uh, the new Gen AI product says, oh, we need new regulation uh, to regulate us. But basically, um, legislators in this area, when you have new technologies and you do not know what the impact is, they, they issue what we call meta regulation, meaning companies need to regulate themselves by doing a data protection impact assessment, a good security impact assessment, a good human rights impact assessment. So basically they need to regulate themselves. So if I hear those companies say, oh, regulate us, I think, well, you can regulate yourself, you can wait for it, but they will tell you to regulate yourself. So it is about trying to identify the impact, trying to mitigate it, preferably in the design. uh, And then, you know, assess the remaining risk and if it's low you can go if it's medium you need to tinker more if it's high you need to go to the authority and discuss whether this is a good idea so we're completely at the start of developments here Mm -hmm. and uh, it's also up to to companies to start thinking about those impacts and try to mitigate them themselves and that is difficult because we've been in a very steady environment for a long time where you had rules and the reflexes because of that, because it was so stable um, that if there wasn't a rule, things were thus allowed and didn't require any further moral assessment. And that is no longer the case. We need to think how we are in a digital revolution in official terms, the fourth industrial revolution mm-hmm. and things are different and we need to rethink what we're doing and whether we do a good job. And that will ultimately all boil together all these elements, whether it's responsible technology, privacy, security, but also the environmental impacts of even these new technologies into ESG. And which seems then very blurry and everything, but basically it's a responsible uh, business. Well, yeah. Loka, thank you very much for joining us today and for sharing your deep insights on these matters. It's been fascinating to hear you talk about them. Good. Thank you. Throughout the month of October, Morrison Forster is running its hashtag MoFo Cyber Aware Media and Thought Leadership Series to help you protect yourself online and reduce cybersecurities with a wide range of complementary resources and tools. To learn more and to download, please visit www.mofo.com slash cybersecurity resources. I'm Bill Coffin, and this has been The Ethicast. 
For more episodes, please visit the Ethisphere YouTube channel at youtube.com slash ethisphere. And if this is your first time enjoying the show, please make sure to like and subscribe either on YouTube or on our podcasting platforms at Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Music. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, remember, strong ethics is good business.